1: Okay, if you were stranded in your car right now for like a few days, mm-hmm. what would you have in your car right now that oh. you could survive on? Six five one six four one one zero seven one.
2: 641
1: This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Did you see this story about no. this? Okay, well I'll tell it to you then. Okay. This guy who got stranded in Central Oregon for five days oh, in yes, his car. Yes, yes, yes. So it's a 36 year old guy by the name of Jeremy Taylor, and he and his dog were off roading in Oregon, and uh, they got he got stuck in the woods and went a, went to sleep in his car on uh, on Sunday night. On Monday morning. He woke up to realize that more snow had fallen. Mm -hmm. He and his dog, Allie, were going to try to hike out of this remote area where they were stuck, but it was too snowy, and so they went back to the car, and then he survived for five days before they came to rescue him Mm -hmm. in the car. And he survived by eating what was available to him in his car, which Mm -hmm. was Taco Bell hot sauce packets, to which I say, good on you. I bet it made you kind of want a Cholito,
3: yeah but it and ma- like survive
1: that too but it made me think i wonder if
3: <laughs> i love how your thought is like huh like you know i mean he's almost gonna die but sauce packets
1: they saved his life because yeah. you have like extraneous things in your car that usually you don't want to admit that you have there right because then it means you got a messy car but could come in handy yeah so my question is to everybody
3: mm-hmm.
1: what's in your car right now if you got stuck for, it doesn't even have to be five days, a while, and you needed to survive on some item in your car, what would it be? Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. It has to be in your car right now. Okay.
3: So are you going to check? Yeah. Okay.
1: What? You don't know. (laughs) Don't lie to me. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. What would you have in your car to survive on?
3: All right. So for me, I would have uh, two things, Mm -hmm. gum and napkins. I feel like you could eat napkins, right? Sure, we've done it before on the show. That's true, actually. Um, Sadly. But gum, certainly. I don't know that you'd get a lot of... I wonder if... I don't think there's probably any calories in gum, so you're probably not doing yourself any favors. You'd probably burn more calories or get more calories from uh, napkins. Yeah, Yeah, I ate a
0: whole pack of dentine once. How'd that go? Did you swallow it in the whole nine? Yeah. Wow.
3: how that I do out? remember when We're, I started, I don't want to know.
0: I don't want
1: to know. Holly, do not answer that question. I shouldn't have asked that. When
3: I swallowed gum for the first time and then didn't die, I was like, I felt like I had somehow. Cheated death. Cheated death and have been doing it ever since. Although unless it's, if it's a big piece, I won't. But if it's just like one little Tic Tac, you know, or not Tic Tac, but a little piece of gum. I've
1: Never swallowed gum in my life. Oh wow! Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is in your car right now that, if stranded, you would survive off of? Like this guy in Oregon who survived for five days by eating taco sauce packets from Taco Bell. What would be Bell. in your car? I mean, I have a leg up here, you guys, because I have kids, so um, I always have snacks at the ready. Uh, I have a snack bar in my car
3: Oh, fine. that has
1: pretzels and goldfish in it. Ooh. And I mean like the Costco pack. I have like a special box that fits between the seats full of that because I'm always picking kids up who need a snack between yeah. things. So that's what I would be able to... I mean, I could probably go for a good month. on, And then there's the remnants of the...
3: Yeah. I was going to the say there's probably of, some dusty goldfish I creeping around in the nooks and last, crannies. But yeah.
1: yes, I, I probably have unlimited supply. Uh, let's go to the phones. Pam is on the line. Pam, if you were stranded, what food item do you have in your car right now that you'd be able to survive on? Well, ironically enough, I could probably
0: rely on this food for probably two weeks. I'm a property manager and I have to deliver candy on a quarterly basis. And I probably got twelve bags of the bite-sized Snickers, Twix, Baby Ruth. I oh. I got a lot
2: going on here. <laughs>
1: God,
3: I want to oh, hang out where in do your you car. You go.
1: No kidding. <laughs> that That's like the fun. car to get stranded in. Uh, thanks, Pam.
3: God, I wish I just had a car full of candy.
1: Um, you know,
3: forget it. What?
1: <laughs> I was just gonna say, there's this comedian. That does this bit about. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mitch Hedberg. No, actually, it's a. It might be a Mitch Hedberg bit. I don't know, but there's this. um, His name is Mike Berbiglia, and he's also an actor, and he did this bit in one of his comedy shows about how in the movies the the windshields that break are made of candy, and he thinks all windshields should be made out of candy because Windchills then a
3: breaker made out of
1: candy you know in the movies when they need a windshield oh, to break or a window to break it's okay. made out of candy interesting yeah and he's like i think all windows should be made out of candy because kind of, then, then that's then you'd like have to get
3: them replaced all the time yeah but just
1: candy i mean you could just buy although candy. if it rained it wouldn't be no. let's go to bernie hi bernie bernie what's hi. in your car right now that you could survive on if you got stuck for four days five days in your car I have 3 packages of R.B. sauce, the Luna Lemon bar and I realized I had some hot cocoa packets and mint.
3: Oh, okay, like, so you have good. like you got, got a, got a, a smorgasbord. board.
1: I know. Yeah, you good might top. even you might even have an enjoyable time.
3: You could have like a course I know. meal. Oh, I could eat
1: snow too for, you know.
3: That's true. Well, you, just you could mix, mix that, that chocolate. with the hot cocoa. Yeah.
1: I mean, Bradley and I were Already thinking up our strategies. Thank you, Bernie.
3: I'd start with a little hot cocoa, work my way to a Luna bar, Mm -hmm. or maybe I'd save that for dessert.
1: That feels like a lasty
3: thing. Yeah.
1: Let's go to Mary Lee. Hi, Mary Lee. Uh, What do you have in your car right now that you'd be able to survive on if you were stranded in your car? Well, I'm hoping it's still good. I bought it mid-November on the way to Duluth, but I didn't eat it, and it's been in the trunk of my car. A hostess
0: apple pie.
3: Yum. Why is it still in your car?
0: I don't know. I was just kind of cleaning it out the other day, and I thought, what's in this bag? And there it was, along with some other things. But I also have Paul's cough drop. Oh, that works.
3: Okay, that'll work. Sugar.
1: So, and I'm thinking, well, I would definitely try to eat that. I don't know how long I'd last, though, with just that. Yeah. Well, you got to figure. That's- longer thank than you, that Mary Mary guy L- did. I mean, he thank was you, just
3: down in sauce yeah, packets. Yeah,
1: that's all he was having. I mean, I feel like... You'd ration it. That you wouldn't pie go all the That pie would be hard to pie. ration
3: though. Come on.
1: Well, cuz it's so good. Yeah. But if you knew that that was your only survival, mm-hmm. I mean, you could make that sucker last I used to eat for them pies a couple like, days. like,
3: oh god, every was day such lunch. a good little fatty.
1: 7th grade oh. every day for lunch. But
3: my favorites were the chocolate and the Bavarian cream. I was not a huge fruit pie.
1: Oh, the apple it. pie was my favesies.
3: Chocolate pudding pie. Oh, mm. with fried lard crust. Yum. <sighs>
1: Let's go mm. to Colette. Hi, Colette. What do you have in your car right now that you could survive on if stranded? Girl Scout
3: cookies. Oh, yum!
1: Where yes. there's caramel and risins.
3: what's yes. a raisin?
1: It's like caramel covered with dark chocolate.
3: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. you. Mm-hmm. You could probably last for a while, too, Colette. Thank you for your
3: call. I I marvel at all these people with candy in their car. I know. I would eat it all in like five seconds. I can barely keep gum in my car. Right. Because I eat it.
1: Right. (laughs) Let's go to Marty. Marty, you have the last word. What's in your car right now? If you were stranded, you'd be able to survive on. Marty.
0: I'm here. Okay, this is what I, I could do this. I have old Stale popcorn, and I have some french fries in the back seat for my grandkids. I've got a leftover salad from Kowalski's, and I've got a can of Spotted Dick.
3: Oh! oh well,
1: that sounds what, like a grand um, finale see, if ever I there know. was one.
3: Riddle,
0: yeah, I could do it.
3: Riddle me this. Why do you have Spotted Dick in your car?
0: Because it's a joke, and I went to get a can of it this morning just to show my son that it's it, really a true thing.
3: Okay, see? all right. So,
0: Look at that. <laughs> Keep it there, because
1: you might well, need it someday. Make sure, you, need it. make
3: sure you have a can opener, though. That's true. Right? You don't want to gnaw through that. Unless it's a pull top.
1: Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Marty. Have a great day. I don't
3: know the packaging uh, habits of spotted dick. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, it shocks me. It's probably changed um, a lot since your 20s,
3: mm-hmm. huh? Okay, when we come back. So now I'm feeling attacked. <laughs>
0: when
1: we I come- feel
3: like this is a hate crime. So if you could stop. Thank you. When we come back on the, <laughs> the Colleen and Bradley
1: show. Oh gosh, get your laughs in now, because we gotta go back to Leaving Neverland. Aye, aye, aye. After this, we're gonna cobra gang some things. After this on my Talk 107 Um We all watched the entirety of Leaving Neverland, the four-hour documentary profiling two men who as young boys were molested and abused. Sexually at the hands of Michael Jackson. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. But you know what? People are pushing back. And uh, we gotta we gotta get to the bottom of this. So we will put together, we will assemble the Cobra Gang to try to get to the bottom of this mystery.
2: Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the
3: double, we're the Cobra. Cobra Gang. You've
1: got the crime. We've got the time. we the gang.
3: Okay, so one of the aspects of this particular story, Colleen, is the pushback in on social media to the accusations, allegations made by the two v- alleged victims in Leaving Neverland, this documentary about um, Wade Robson and...
1: Jimmy Safechuck. Jimmy Chuck.
3: Safechuck. I always get his mm-hmm. first name wrong. Um... The pushback has been insane. And in fact, I wanted to see how social media was reacting Mm -hmm. to uh, this documentary. And very quickly, I noticed something. An orchestrated all-out attempt to discredit this particular documentary and the individuals involved in a way that seems a little too convenient. Mm -hmm. And that's why I wanted to call a meeting of the Cobra Gang. I want you to tell me what you think about this stuff on social media. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs>
3: because we have tweets. I, I I noticed I just I started looking at, you know, like um keywords mm-hmm. on Twitter. Leaving Neverland. That's the title of the documentary. Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to see like what were people saying? And there was this pattern. And the pattern is usually um. It goes something like this, like, let me see if I can find a good one here. Here's one. I want to apologize to all real victims of sexual assault. The media creation of Leaving Neverland is a slap in the face to a lot of you. I still believe you. I just don't believe Wade Robson and and James Safechuck. Hashtag MJ innocent.
1: So, uh, okay, so this is a Twitter profile uh, where the tweeter basically wants us to know that they believe all other victims, but not these two what do we what do we know about the person who tweeted that?
3: that uh, it's just some guy named Doctor Andrew. He's a he's a political scientist hmm. and a liberal hmm. and a his historian. Oh, I don't know what that means. Well, as opposed, I to
0: her historian. Maybe that is a reference to Michael Jackson because he had a greatest ah, hits album called
1: His Story.
0: Good, thank
1: you, Holly.
3: Uh, then, um, you, I, you notice that there are a lot of accounts that just kind of retweet things that sort of go at the credibility of, um, leaving Neverland. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody posted something, Tom Sneeden submitted false evidence in court and got caught. There was no evidence that showed Michael did anything wrong. He put Michael through hell for no reason. Absolutely disgusting. Hashtag justice for MJ, which is another common Hashtag, you'll remember in the previous one, I said there was hashtag MJ innocent. Well, if you start looking through those hashtags, you'll see these accounts again where they just start retweeting what other people are saying about Michael Jackson being innocent. Mm -hmm. And I just question like people's, you know, like Brad and Angelina, there's team Brad and there's team Angelina Mm -hmm. makes sense, right? You got some people who, for whatever reason, are really, you know, just fans of one or the other. In this particular case, you've got all these people who are just uh, virulently or very, just very outspoken in their criticism of this documentary versus the people who are like, wow, this documentary was troubling. Mm -hmm. It's really unfortunate. It's disturbing. I really was moved by it, blah, blah, blah. And I question like, huh?
1: Why is that happening? Why are people
3: so virulently opposed to to this documentary like it's a documentary if you don't believe it just don't watch it i mean what are you gonna lose what's at risk for you
1: yeah what's the point of getting so animated about it on social media
3: so then if you if you look at some of these accounts that are retweeting these different things you'll see very quickly that um
2: this episode is brought to you by snapple
3: and I'm just trying to pull up because I had pulled a bunch of these earlier today where people uh, maybe joined Twitter within the last year Mm. and they only seem to be talking about people talking about leaving Neverland. Mm. Uh, Like there's this one die. I not D I E D A I uh, joined in December, or November of this last year. Mm. Okay. And just a curious scroll through these tweets are all about, about michael jackson Hmm. Hmm.
1: okay so do you
3: think maybe i don't know if you've been paying attention to the rest of the world lately Hmm. but
1: there's a lot happening in the world and in the nation and in the world (laughs) right now um how what so can you do me a favor yeah can you explain because we hear about bots all the time yeah bots just twitter bots yeah what can you explain A well, bot. Yeah. so
3: i think what you're getting at is like uh, so i saw a number of people responding to the haters like oh look at the michael jackson stands are out and the stand is just like a really big fan mm-hmm. on, uh, online right and i was like no i don't think these are stands i think a lot of these are bots and again you don't have to take my word for it just go to twitter go to the internet. Do a little digging and you'll see very quickly that you've got these like loud people on social media going, this is all lies. This is all lies. Here's a video proving this is all lies. Here's a picture with a guy circled and this is a lie. Those very likely to me, especially if they don't have very many followers, Mm -hmm. are bots. That means that somebody has paid... create a bunch of accounts Mm -hmm. that will go out and spread a very specific message. Mm,
1: Interesting. And
3: in this case, the message is to discredit this particular documentary. Why? Because it endangers a multi-billion dollar industry and that is Michael Jackson.
1: Mm. Interesting. Pay attention to the tweets that you are retweeting. When we come back we've got crazy... Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. But before we get to those dumb people doing dumb things, we
3: got stuff to give away to you
1: because it's free day up in here. We've got a little bit of a gift bonanza.
0: Uh, Holly, what shall we give away first? We're going to give away. A $50 gift card to Green Mill Woo! to the third caller at 651-641-1071. And Green Mill has taken and bake pizzas. Hello. Ooh. Hello. Get your za on.
1: 651-641-1071. Caller number three. And now, with no further ado, those crazy stupid idiots.
2: Well, then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot. Yeah.
1: Colleen and Bradley present CSI.
0: It stands for crazy, stupid idiots.
3: It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. It's the state of Florida. And guess where we're going? <laughs>
1: Florida. Yes. Yes. Orange
3: County. Mm. Florida, okay, county. Thank you. That's the word. <clears throat> it's French. Um, he did something recently <laughs> that was real dumb. Who, okay, so who it did? all began. Who's he? Ayyub Abdulrahman. Okay. And Ayyub was doing some stuff that was dim. Mm-hmm. Now, presumably, the dumb began a lot earlier when his car was impounded. Oh. Okay. That's a bummer. Yeah. It's
1: hard to get around.
3: Uh, And I don't know exactly how that happened, uh, but it happened. He
1: probably parked on the wrong side of the street during a snow emergency. It could
3: happen. Well, probably not in Orange County, California or Florida. Okay. That's just
1: what happened to me one time. Okay. Well. Don't even get me started. Don't
3: even get me started. Okay. Well, that didn't happen, but something happened. He was at an impound lot. He was real Bummed, And so instead of paying the fee to get his vehicle out, he did something worthy of the crazy, stupid idiot status. Do you know what he did?
1: Oh, I bet that he got super angry and like threw a burrito at somebody or something.
3: Uh, no. Okay, But he did throw a bunch of Molotov cocktails oh my gosh. at his own vehicle inside the impound lot.
1: Why would you? For why? He why would started, you do that?
3: It all began when Ayyub Abdulrahman came back and started throwing gas cocktail bombs over the fence on his own car. They're not f- quite sure why, but apparently, um, he, this guy was going to go hand over the keys because the guy paid $300 to get his car out. But instead of going to get the car, he burned his car. No, up. No,
1: that's not right. That's not how you do it. That's, He gave them the money and then he went and destroyed
3: his car. Five gas bombs over the fence.
1: Mm -mm. That don't make no sense. Okay. Anger issues. I mean, I just feel like you paid. Go get your dumb car. Well, I mean, that was a waste. If you were gonna just destroy your car, that was a waste of three hundred dollars. Or, I mean, I don't know. I I can't get into the mind of a crazy stupid idiot. I am too. I don't understand that. Me too. Okay. Okay. You want another one? Yes. We're gonna go next door to Wisconsin.
3: Okay. Where are we going? Wisconsin. To do what?
1: To talk about this guy, this kid, who didn't like his stepdad very much. No, it
3: happens. I mean, it's hard when you. I'm
1: sure. Get a new parent. His name is Tyler Ravenhorst Malone. Okay. And he's somewhere Sounds in like the a range storybook of storybook
3: character, right?
1: He's somewhere in the range of 16 or 17. His stepdad is a dairy farmer, and um. Tyler wasn't a big fan of his new stepdad, and so he wanted to get back at him. So he started squirting liquid cow tranquilizers in his dad's Red Bull. What? Yep.
3: Um, Tranquilizers in the Red Bull. How do you even get cow tranquilizers?
1: Remember, I gave you a very important piece of information. His stepdad is a...
3: Veterinarian? Dairy farmer. Oh, dairy farmer.
1: Yeah. So they have cow tranquilizers.
3: Just laying around. That seems like a very dangerous thing to have laying around. I mean,
1: you would think that you would have conversations with the kids in the house about, you know, proper use of cow tranquilizers if that was something you had in grabbing distance from them. Anyway, uh, the first time he used the cow tranquilizers in his dad's drink, uh, his stepdad started stumbling around, slurring his speech, and had trouble breathing.
3: Oh, my God, of Apparently, course. he
1: went to the hospital. Because he's not a cow. Right? But the doctors told him it was probably from stress or a lack of sleep and probably having too many energy drinks. Okay? Yeah, that could be. Uh, but then a few months later, this happened again, and stepdad found two used syringes in the corner of the barn and realized that his stepson had been using the syringes to squirt the cow tranquilizers in his energy drinks. Tyler said he just thought it was really funny. He wasn't trying to hurt his stepdad. Um, but okay. funny is actually a, a crime, felony. Uh, and he could be spending some significant time in jail. I would like for you to look at the... Expression of realizing that he might be in jail for a oh. long time on young Tyler's oh. face.
2: Oh.
0: Yeah.
3: I'm going to go to jail. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's
0: actually kind of sad.
3: Yeah, well. Okay, you should no. Should have tried to tranquilize exactly. your stepdad.
0: Exactly. Yeah,
1: that's a problem. Yeah. And so. <laughs> I would say. There's that. Yeah, so he's in some trouble, and um, he's going to have to answer for that. Uh, and he's doing court. On March 18th, that's it. Oh, by the way, oh, wait, I do want to throw this in there. Yeah. This same young man, uh, according to his mother, he told she told the cops that her son had been expelled from high school last March for hacking the school emails. OK,
3: so this kid is actually probably a genius and mm-hmm. he needs to be given some challenges in life mm-hmm. instead of uh, getting up to mischief. Yeah. Right. Instead
1: of being left alone in a barn with some cow tranquilizers. Yeah. I'm just saying. Oh, man. Isn't that crazy?
3: Yeah. I'm glad mm-hmm. his dad didn't die. Yeah, me too. Okay. Um, that was where again? That was in Wisconsin. Oh, look, we're going to stay in Wisconsin. Oh, this is all uh, then. near actually where uh, my uh, mom's family's from, in mm-hmm. Waukesha. And uh this is in Brookfield, actually, which is nearby. so, um, okay, this guy, his name's Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. uh Jeffrey Morasky. Now Jeffrey Moraski had something bad happen to him, which I wouldn't wish on anybody.
1: Oh dear, like a lot of hemorrhoids all at once. was <laughs> all at I, once. What about a kidney stone? No, yeah,
3: he got measles.
1: Oh, yeah, nope, that's not good. I don't know
3: what measles even are. Are they just like wounds, weeping sores? What is it? What do you get measles?
1: It's something like that. I mean, I think you get... It's
3: not like mumps, right? Mumps is like bumps.
1: I think it's just a different kind. I think measles has a rash. I just don't
3: know what it looks like. It's a rash. A rashy component? Yes. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's not just a rash. I want to be very clear about that. It's deadly. It, It is a potentially deadly disease that we've... Mostly eradicated. Yeah, well, I don't know how uh, he got it, but he got vaccines, it by vaccines. But don't
3: get me started. Now, the, remember, this is crazy. Don't please don't go there. No, crazy not, stupid idiots. I can't deal with Didn't that go emails. Crazy stupid idiots. Right. Mm-hmm. So you got a man with measles mm-hmm. in Brookfield, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Now the Waukesha County Health Department was like, "Hey, you can't go outside. You got measles." Mm-hmm. So he was quarantined. Mm-hmm quarantined.
1: It's a good thing to do. Keep them away from people. Yeah,
3: but this was like a low-level quarantine that even though it was a communicable disease, he was still allowed to uh, have his family in the house because they were already vaccinated, mm-hmm. I guess. <sighs> the problem is he got real antsy.
1: I You get cabin fever when you yeah, have to be locked right? up all the time. Like,
3: I just, I can't stick in I just this house get back to anymore. Life. I gotta, I gotta, get out gotta do some stuff. So he hatched a plan, oh, okay. And his plan was to get out of the house. okay. Well, the problem is there's like a sheriff's deputy who's like hanging outside twenty four hours a day seven days a week, uh, to making sure he doesn't in. leave his house, right? For the measles? Yes, Wow. So apparently, um, or maybe they had like an off duty deputy. I don't know, anyway, there were people watching him mm-hmm. and he hatched this plan to get his wife. To bust him out. So his wife, like, gets him in the car, you know, throws a blanket over him, mm-hmm. and uh, drives away to escape. Do you know okay. where he goes?
1: That l- one of those lighthouses that no, you... No, the, the gold Gym, gym f- in Waukesha. <gasps> he took his measles to the gym? Yes. Nah. uh No. Exactly. No. no, I am angry about this. If you are sick at all, stay home do not
3: bring that and you have people who got like a cold and they can't even wipe down their equipment this guy had the measles no no and so he was just working those machines now luckily luckily uh somebody spotted him
0: no pun pun intended spots yeah
3: probably uh and an off-duty deputy noticed a man because this is waukesha it's a small town Mm -hmm. it's not a small town it's actually a city, but. Um, it's small enough that they recognized Mr. Muraski, and they said, aren't you supposed to be uh, at home? And then he said, oh, yeah, you caught me. I'm really, 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 really sorry. For but potentially he just he going putting going you crazy. in danger. He yeah, he was like, I just I, I felt guilty and sick to my stomach, but I just I had to do something.
1: OK, no, you didn't. No, you didn't.
3: Now, uh, apparently his wife said she was charged, too. She knew better. Um, She had taken away his keys, but apparently she just went against her better judgment and decided to take him to the gym before going to work.
0: Okay, that's nonsense. Yeah, also you can do many exercises using (laughs) your own body weight in your house.
3: Also, I think on PBS
0: they have sit and be fit.
3: No, I don't think. Uh, I think she died.
1: Oh, Ooh, oh, that's soon. a terrible endorsement for Sit and Be
3: Fit. Let's see. Is she still alive? That Sit and Be <laughs> Fit lady. Remember, my favorite thing was that they had three levels and that I was always like my level was always the one in the back who was just like basically moving a thumb like that was the only movement. So the <laughs> Sit and Be Fit lady, her name is Marianne Wilson. Mm-hmm. Isn't she like some kind of religious figure? I don't know. Marianne. No, that's Marianne Williamson. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she's like a new age person.
3: Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Marianne Wilson. Okay, she. I don't think she's dead.
0: Well, look at
1: that. She's probably sitting and be fitting still.
3: She's doing an osteoporosis workout. Look at that. All right.
1: Uh, We'll do some more work on uh, the sit and be fit lady. But uh, well, while you're waiting for us to come back with that information and. A throwback
0: live. We have one more thing to give away. Holly,
1: what are we giving away?
0: Ooh, we're giving away a pair of tickets to join Colleen and Bradley's reserve table at Date for Life. Yes. That's a fundraiser for Children's Cancer Research Fund. It's happening this Saturday, March 9th. So if you're calling, make sure that you can go. It's on March 9th, this Saturday, 7 p.m. at International Market Square. We're going to have so much fun. 651-641-1071. That's
1: going to go to caller number. Four. Oh, (laughs) okay. Okay, Hold on. Yeah, let's do four.
2: Four. Yeah, number 4 We'll be back on My Talk 107. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever, so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts. Have you been waiting for
3: just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse.
0: Pretty sure that's J Lo and P. S. The person behind all of this
3: is Chris Jenner.
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. House jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview.